Alrighty guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. And online today, uh, bringing back a good friend of mine, uh, repeat guest on the show, Mark Radio. Now, Mark, uh, I, I think biggest thing maybe, uh, catch us up a little bit since the last time we talked on here. It's been a few years, but I think give us a little bit of rundown what you've been up to in, in the personal training industry, but also uh, let's touch a little bit on like COVID-19, like how things are going with your industry, just with, with a lot of the people that you're working with then too. Yeah, so uh, probably was it maybe three years, maybe even more. Two, three years for sure. Yeah, I was, I was on. Uh, so it's obviously still still in the personal training game, uh, which which is a lot to be said for someone uh, my age now. I think usually we, majority of the personal trainers they start in their twenties or maybe even beforehand, and they're they're gone in two, three years just because it's it's hard to get that footing. So I am now what thirty four, going to be thirty five. So still going strong with that um the the gym i manage we do still i think the last one last one i was on we talked about it before uh we're still probably well definitely the biggest personal training in in our area and uh we do we uh still doing the training for the the major health network in our area as well so that's that's expanding that's that's going well obviously with with the covid19 situation we were we're forced to to shut down so it's now it's and it in, in my situation, uh, uh, and we'll get into it a little bit more, uh, I think as a trainer, even if you're working f- for for a gym or, or or for yourself, you still need always need your side gig, right? Kind of what you're doing with your, your podcast. So I still always had my own personal website going, uh, uh, putting out content, putting out information, all that stuff, social media. Um, which sh- make sure to just share that with everybody because that has also changed. Like if they're checking out any of your old stuff too, yeah. so it's all so shifted over. To- I, I shifted over to uh, I was, was more, and it's just funny it comes full circle now. Uh, when I first started on the internet, it was more uh, home-based fitness training, which uh, what <laughs> funny yeah, to think right about now. now yeah, <laughs> first to do that stuff, and then probably about two years ago, uh, just got more into just just. Uh, the branding was just just myself, so markradiopt.com instead of it was a hardcore home fitness. I still have some social media with that, uh, and obviously now it's kind of coming back, back full circle <laughs> most of this stuff. But I just didn't want to pigeonhole myself as just uh, home fitness. I uh, wanted to touch other bases because, as, as you know, uh, just being a holistic practitioner, health is so much more than just fitness. It's uh, just especially in home fitness. It's it's diet, it's lifestyle, it's it's the way you think, all that stuff. So uh, with the the blog and some of the posts, it's not just okay. Hey, do push-ups, do this. It's 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 lifestyle. It's we touch base on nutrition and all that good stuff. Um, so with, with with all that being being said, with with uh, some of the stuff that I was, I've been trying to get with with my clients, I've I've some clients that I've been trained for over ten plus years. I've I've been now doing this 12, 12 years probably. Uh, so with, with that, I've always tried, you can only train so many people as a trainer, right? So, and especially in person. So the, for years, I've been trying to get people to do what we're doing now, virtual training. I've been trying for years to do more. Hey, we did X amount of years in person. You know enough. Let's do a, I'm going to write out programs for you. We can meet every now and then, we virtual train, whatever the case may be. Let's do like online training. Everybody, and, and rightfully so, it's a good product in person. I, I, I take pride in what I do. I, I put a good product out there. So nobody ever wants to do it. But now with COVID-19 and, and all, all this stuff, they're forced to try 
virtual training. They're forced to try online training. Uh, and guess what? They actually love it. <laughs> it's like, so for my online business, uh, as far as my own branding, my own website, this has actually been to turn uh, lemons into lemonade has been a good thing as far as said, I, I always try to market it. Hey, try it, try it, try it. No, no, I'll, I'll keep going. Now they're forced to try it. Like, All right. I see the value in this. I can keep going with this. And in some cases, they're getting better benefits. Because um, my, my training style, I'm very hands-on, very, I cue a lot. I do just like a good trainer should. Uh, but, but looking at it, sometimes I'd be, I'd be, I, I equated to I'm the, the overprotective parent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, and you can I'm just coach much. somebody setting too them up. much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm setting them up too much in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a good position. I'm not letting them do it on their own. They don't even know what freaking weight state they use. They're like, well, I don't know if I'm getting stronger. Like, <laughs> unless I physically, t- unless I personally tell them, dude, you just did X amount. So by doing the virtual training, by doing online training now, it's, it's two things. It, it, it made them more accountable and took some personal responsibility to it, which then they see better results. Anytime you take personal responsibility in anything, you're going to see better results. I'm still there to coach them. If they're drastically doing something wrong, I'm still there to, to interact, whether it's online training for tech support or, or whatever. They have questions on their, on their template. Uh, with virtual training, I'm still obviously right there with them, queuing uh, uh, them up. Uh, but the, the feedback that they got and some of the people that I've trained for years busting through that plateau, taking personal responsibility, the things I've been preaching, hey, when you don't see me those three hours a week, those what, other 165 hours a week, are you doing your walks? Are you getting your nutrition? Now with that personal responsibility, like the amount of people that I've been doing virtual and online training with them, say, hey, Mark, I finally picked up a walking routine. What? I've been, I've been saying this for years. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah, like I lost X amount of weight. I did this. And because for years I've been telling, what, what can I do when I don't see you? Walk. No, no, seriously, what can I do? Walk, go for a walk. No, no, like, should I be doing this workout? Should I be doing this? Like, no. <laughs> just get outside. Just do it. Yeah. Just be active. It's a low impact. This stuff. Uh, great for stress levels, all that stuff. And, and that now they're actually doing this stuff, taking some personal responsibility, so their results are better. And then, the, so the second phase of that then is for me personally, uh, by pushing them towards more virtual training and then eventually pushing them more to, towards online training, I'm not, as and this is always a, a trainer's uh, big hang up for how they could keep advancing, I'm not trading minutes for dollars anymore. I could, I could get my, my programming in with online training, I could obviously still have contact points, but it's not like 60 minutes for X amount of dollars. It's not 30 minutes for X amount of dollars. I could reach, rather than reaching 20 people on a continual basis, I could then push up to 30, 40, uh, probably even online training would take more than 50 people. That'd be over- overkill. But you know what I'm saying? So, uh, well, Mark, touch on that for people too, because I think that's an important part of it. It's like, oh yeah, I could just take on 200 clients and just give them all the same program. Like, why does yeah. that not work? Like you kind of give the explanation too. Well, the, the, the quality of training is, yeah. is just going to, you know, like you said, you only have so many, so, so much time to put into. It. And if you're just doing, and just like anything we, we talk about all the time, if you just do uh, cookie cutter programs for everybody, okay, they're active, they're getting some benefit from, but are they, are they really going to uh, progress the way you want them to and the way they want to? And then also let's, even though with technology and even though with some of these, these, uh, these personal training softwares and stuff like that, you can shoot out messages to 100 people in one minute. 
but it's not to be the personal touch. Guess what happens when all 100 of them respond within that hour? You're you're gonna go through and and go through all their problems via text message or via typing on the computer, all their problems, you're gonna have to call 100 of them? No. It's just taking up actually more of your time too. Yeah, yeah, so so you have to to know your product, to know how efficient you are in certain technologies, uh, know how to use the technologies to, to get, to reach more people, but then also at the end of the day, cap off when you start to notice your your uh, the the quality of your products start to go down, you have to cap that off. If if not, okay, you might short term make more money, but long term you're not going to get referrals. Short term, they're not going to see the results. They're going to so rather than like I said, I had clients for ten years. Rather than having a client for ten years, you're going to have a client for uh, maybe a month <laughs> if, they're not, if if they don't get the touch points and stuff like that. And that's even the thing like so uh, so with with. Uh, with Body Elite, the the gym, the in person gym that I manage for for the hospital and and for it's, it's our own private uh, gym, we had to pivot to virtual training and online training from from in person and to set up some of the trainers on that and and that's the thing I, I manage I probably manage about anywhere from fifteen to twenty trainers underneath me, um, so to get them hooked up on the software to get them hooked up uh, whichever venue of virtual training. But then you have to monitor that somehow. So like even the other day, I'm going through the software, looking at the programs they've written up for clients and stuff like that. So all I simply did was look at how many times they messaged a person because it's all right there on the software. And it's like, eh, not, not, not too many. So I messaged all the clients. Hey, how's the workout? How the workout's going? Is there anything that, that you're having issues with, trouble uh, with? Basically, 80% of the people I contact contact me back within minutes and, and now if you're talking for 15, 20 people, now you're talking a couple hundred people then yeah, too that yeah. are going to be responding to you. So that's, uh, so, and that's the thing with, with, with uh, the trainers and it's my responsibility to, to relay that then to, to them is just because it's online training, it's not writing up for a four week program and then not talking to them for four weeks and just assuming they're going to re-up. If you're not contacting them every day <laughs> and it's so easy to with text and uh, calls and all that, uh, they're going to fall off. And that's what I, what I noticed with, because again, it's new to a lot of these trainers that, that, that I manage is the whole, and like I said, I've, I've been doing the online thing for, I don't know, what, five, six years now. So I'm used to it. Uh, for a lot of people who, who just, trainers who just got pushed into it, they don't know that. They don't know, hey, I, I have to contact my trainers every day yet, as if, as if I was seeing them in person. I, I have to do all this. Uh, I have to modify the program I have to check in with them after week one. Hey, how'd week one go? Oh, this went bad. Okay, I'll, I'll change up week two. Then like this, it's the same thing. It's, it's still work and the quality still matters. So just even that experience of, of going back and, and then now having to contact our trainers and say, hey, this is how we do it. You're not writing four weeks up and then just going AWOL. Just see yeah. <laughs> Assuming they're going to do the prop again, they're, they're not going to do it. They're going to, and that's the thing now, even with, with the fitness industry, our competition, we were personal training and we were doing some small groups and so no more than four people. So there wasn't really direct competition with us because most gyms in the area are doing bigger group, uh, some personal training, but if you want to like complete one-on-one or 15, yeah, 20 people. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you wanted personal training, you were probably coming to us. Uh, if you wanted some bigger group, you're going to another gym in the area. But now with, with the way the gyms are shut down and everybody, bum rushing to virtual training, bum rushing to online training, uh, some type of group online training, something like that. You are now competing, not just 
uh, we're not just competing with with ourselves personal training. We're competing with every other gym now in the area, and on top of that, we're competing with the bigger people. Beach body. <laughs> we're competing. You're competing with the world at this point. Peloton, yeah, Peloton. All these people who are pushing out great content with with their video streaming. So so now you have to step up your game that much more. What are you going to offer that that they can't? And what they can't is that personal touch. So if you're writing out a four week program and then not contacting them. They're going to go to Peloton. They're going to go buy a, a Beachbody P90X workout and do that because guess what? It's produced better. We know <laughs> it's yep. produced in the studio. Great music. Uh, they're paying royalties to the music. They they want that. You know what I mean? So the, we're not going to compete with that. We're going to compete with that personal touch, and that's the same thing that we we have to keep doing via the, the online training and stuff. And that's just where my position. Or at least comes. in this case, the closest personal touch that you can give. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's going to be different. I mean, everything is different now from that personal touch standpoint but yeah you're really going out of your way to offer that as best yeah. you absolutely can yeah and that's i think those of us who already dive, dive dove into the whole internet training gig and and, and all that stuff internet fitness uh realm we're at an advantage when 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 shit got shut down but so but even though it is a saturated market how many personal trainers were not on that like i just i just know from my staff i um, so anywhere from 15 to 20 trainers that I'm, I'm managing at a time. So I just know for my staff, I post something every day on social media. I get at least a couple of blog, blog posts up or, or YouTube videos up per week. Uh, I maybe one other person on my staff was doing that for their personal right. self fitness. So, so that's, I don't know, the percentage off the top of my head, less than 10%. Yeah. So if, if now you're getting a bum rush of everybody trying to do that, uh, and, and the people who are, who are trying to do it now and play catch up, if they don't know how to do do it well, that's where, especially with, with my staff, I have to come in and, and teach them all that. So that's that's really, well, long story, that's where I've been at the last five weeks of, of keeping my own thing going, keeping my clients happy, trying to train train our staff into, into being good online and, and virtual trainers um, and go from there. But, um, but then, uh, uh, so that was more, just general, but then even even the ins and outs of, of virtual training. It's um, so we do it. We're, we're, we do the training for the hospital, and then they said, "Well," and I, I contact them about virtual training. How how, how can we do this? And obviously, a hospital is going to be way more safe, way more guidelines than a, what a personal uh, gym like like ours could, could do. So we have to run through all the stuff, and so I, I, I waited about three weeks till I made my pitch of okay, this is. The streaming service we're going to use doesn't get viruses, doesn't get hacked. Um, this is the people we're contacting, high-risk people. Unless there's someone else in the room, we probably can't. We probably can't train them unless they have a, a significant other in the room, uh, whatever. Um, little things like that. Is their address on their intake updated? Because guess what? If something happens, I have to call 911 and tell them where to go. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. things, things that you're not going to think about. Okay, if this person, if you are training a higher-risk person, even if they have someone there. Before you hang up, you should probably cool them down for at least seven minutes. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? If they're prone to dizziness, same thing. Just don't end on a killer cardio, uh, the last five minutes of killer cardio and hang up the damn phone. You got <laughs> so There's a lot involved with that and your timing has to be on point. Yeah. 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 So it's, there's a lot that, that we need to coach on and then, and, and get solidified before we, we preach, we, or we, we pitch something to, uh, the hospital uh, personal training that, that we manage for them uh, and say, hey, this is this is how we do it. This is how we're going to do it safe. Uh, these are the people 
hey, if they don't qualify for it and they don't have someone else in the house with them, sorry, we can't, we can't, we can't do it with them. Uh, and, and then, um, and just, just going from there and then with, with, with the virtual train. So it's, 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 uh, a learning experience for, for everybody right now and, and things that, that, that I, I'm always overly cautious with stuff like that. People are like, like you always think the worst is going to happen. Huh? <laughs> like it might, I, I go, you, you, you have to, you have to, you have to think that way when, when, when training somebody, especially uh, majority of the people I work with are, are 50 plus and, and we, we train quite a bit of people 75 and plus too. So it, and that's the thing you, you just have to assume, assume the worst with that population and, and to rather not offer them a product, I, I want to still try to get them trained because those people who are older, if they take a week off, it's like you and me taking a month off. If they take two weeks off, it's like you and me taking six months off. It's like, it's it just, just exponentially goes up. Like yeah. The amount of people who I train in their eighties, if, if they go on a long vacation and don't do a damn thing, if, if, uh, if, if, uh, I had a lady, she, she tweaked her, her ankle walking. She was 83. Uh, out for a month then with a tweaked ankle something you and me okay we're training the next day but for her she was out a whole month with it but then just the fitness levels the strength levels how that all dropped off and sometimes if that's the case and you're that old you're not coming back from that so that's the biggie right there is like what is that not not just what is the ankle recovery look like what does recovery for the rest of your life actually yeah. look like just quality of life i mean getting your health back on track can be very difficult yeah so those are the the, the people that you might not want to contact in a situation like this because you're not there to have that control but those are the people you actually need to contact to keep to keep moving to, even if you're not personally training training them or doing a virtual session with them uh at least checking in on them hey are you staying active are you are you going for walks or uh, I have a training guy who's on, on oxygen and, and obviously he's not going out. He's not, he's not getting out of the house, just, just high, very high risk. But Hey, are, are you getting up off your chair, walking from one room to the next, doing this, that, are you doing that multiple more times a day than you were prior because we're, we're not meeting anymore or something like that. Um, so yeah, you, even if you're, if you're not going to be making money off them now and say, Hey, doing virtual training and stuff like this it's first off it's just being a nice person <laughs> second off it's 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 then being smart business wise if you go through this whole shutdown and not contact your person because you know there's no chance of them virtual training do you think when this is all done and, and said that they're actually going to when you contact them uh who knows how long that we're going to be shut down for but you contact them a, a month from now that they're actually going to come back and train no <laughs> they're, they're gonna remember uh so just be a good person training wise contact your, your people you're working with check in on them but then even business wise you, you gotta you gotta make make these uh, uh make these contacts yet and and keep people moving uh so even if they're not getting the same benefit of an in-person session they're still gonna get some type of benefit and you're at least holding them over so they don't deteriorate to the point to where then when you get back in person they 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 held their gains that they didn't lose them all so uh it's it's that's basically I've been just consumed with with all that stuff for that and uh, home life and, and all that, all that then for the last what we this week six I forget what what week we're in I have no Five, idea six, yeah like you <laughs> said but yeah okay so actually one thing because we touched on this before we started recording a little bit like you just said home life too like why don't you go over I mean even some of like the struggles you've had like y your clients have because 
getting through some of this, like, okay, we're talking specific maybe to personal training, to health, that type of thing, but like this carries over into a lot of phases of life. Like, okay, how have you guys even just had to adjust your schedules at home and how are you still uh, keeping up with yourself? Like, okay, being able to do your workouts, being able to stay on point with your sleep, with your nutrition, I mean, all of that. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a little adjustment. We, we, have, we have a lot. So I'll hit on myself personally first before then I'll talk about some of the clients I work with. Um, but just personally, we closed on a house the day before the shutdown even began. So perfect timing for that. So being able to try to move out of the house into a new house, get situated with basically no help. <laughs> do I rent a truck out or do I not? Will I catch something from the people I rent it from? Do I hire movers? Will I catch the, the stress and stuff with, with, with all that? But then even just getting uh, yourself, your, your wife, and, and we have a, a young daughter, three and a half, associated with a new house. Getting the, We have two dogs, getting them associated with a new house with, without a fence. We had a fence at our old house, no fence here yet. So just things like that, it's, it's been, that's been a challenge on top of, like I said, trying to, trying to still work yet. And what we were just talked about, that's, like that's, it, it's, it's, that, that is what we talked about previously is a full-time job, obviously it is a job. <laughs> and then doing all this stuff then too. So our daughter's not going to school. We have to entertain her somehow, educate, not just entertain her and just shove her in front of you, but educate her yet at the same time. Uh, my wife. She, I think that's huge, Mark. Like touch on even that part of it. Like you said, educate versus, uh, not even sometimes it's entertained but sometimes it's uh almost just like pacify a child too like yeah those are all three different very just uh three different ways you can go about it being at home yeah, yeah so so usually so so even with, with my wife she she's been working full-time the whole time she has a job where she could work from home so uh with her she's probably actually more busy she's more marketing so she has to support her sales staff even more with stuff because they can't go person to person. So she's busy. So, and at least initially the, the first couple of weeks, a lot of my clients didn't do, they oh, we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll wait and see how this goes. Maybe, maybe we'll be back in a week. And, and so that first week or two, I didn't have as much training volume as I do now. Now it's like, dude, we're in this forever. I'm, I'm getting a bunch of people now. <laughs> uh, but that, that first week or two, so it was, it was daddy school. We, we tried to keep up the routine. Uh, as best we could, we, our routine was, we were still at our old house. I'd wake up bright and early like I always do, between four and five, get the dogs out, do all that stuff, do my routine. By the time our daughter got up, my wife was already probably working. So it's it's breakfast. It's what we would do then from there is right right away after breakfast, we, we do daddy school. So she's three and a half. So she, I, I give her maybe 20 to 30 minutes of actual teaching, <laughs> of whether it's number recognition, letter recognition, stuff like that. And then split that up with play, the set, get her outside for walks. Uh, and that's as, as best we could. We, we had to, we have lucky enough to have a yard where she could run around in, but to get teaching some type of learning right away. Then we would do outdoor activities right away and then be structured then with lunch, nap, nap or quiet time. She would nap at our old house, but at this house she's she's just quiet time in the room for I get an hour, hour and a half. And in the afternoon we would pack up our, our our cars as best we can and go over to the new house and unpack. Uh, and that was kind of like the routine we would have for those first two weeks. Now we're at the new house, so it's 
and like I said, I'm picking up more clients, so it's it's that much harder now to for us to do our jobs and keep her inter- entertained and, and educated, so to speak. So it's it's now what I try to do is, is kill two birds with one stone. I, I try to uh, first off, I try to schedule my clients early, like what we're doing early in the morning before everybody wakes up, uh, then around her nap time. Or, or me and my wife, we work out schedules. Hey, when are you on a call? Okay, I'll schedule it here. So a lot of people will have a little bit more flexibility than, than Deanna. And people are just more flexible right now, too, in general with their times. Yeah, so, uh, but it's, it's catch-22 because, like, nobody wants, well, I don't have to wake up early, so I don't want to do an early session. I'm like, well, you're going to have to do it. <laughs> uh, so just just doing, doing that. But I think, uh, well, I think, Mark, one thing that you said there, though, was routine. Like, you... you you guys, your family are trying to stay in a routine and then speaking to clients, it's like, okay, they're really starting to fall out of that routine, which can also make, uh, maintaining, uh, just a, a healthy lifestyle, even a little bit more difficult. Like, I'm not saying you want to be cutting short on sleep, but you don't need to be sleeping 12 hours a night and just, but also maybe staying yeah. up till one, two, three in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I think I've, I've always preached that to my clients. My clients are doing a decent job as far as structure yet uh, which 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 helps um, f- for sure um, and and a lot of them are in the same boat they they have kids yet too they might be a little bit older but at the same time they're juggling work they're juggling their kids and stuff too so some majority of them are doing a decent job of all right hey let's this is once once I get them on the schedule it's on the schedule at that time week in week out so that 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 does help, uh, but yeah, just just getting back to uh, what I was with with uh, my daughter Nora's routine then. So at at the new house and with my increased schedule or sessions the last couple of weeks, and uh, what we try to do then is, is kill two birds with one stone with stuff. So when we when we so now our routine is a little bit different. We'll get up, we'll get her up. Well, she gets up pretty early. Uh, get her situated with breakfast, and then right away, then I get herd the dogs out for a walk with myself and during that walk it's it's leisurely pace because it's a kid <laughs> uh but what we're doing rather than before the school time was on the board i was doing number recognition all right we're talking i try to keep it casual so it's not like school uh we're, we're, while we're walking we're hey nora send me the abcs hey nora can, can you can you count to 30 for me can you can you do all this stuff um, so we're trying to get I'm trying to get that physical activity in with her trying to get some learning in with her as best I can when I have the time and and walk and dog so you have to kind of incorporate family life into the, the, the other aspects that you want to get accomplished with with your kids so I'm spending quality time getting the dogs out we're learning she's having fun she's getting outside so with with the limited schedule and stuff you're gonna have to combine and be efficient with it rather than separating every little thing especially when when you're in that that busy and then and from there, I usually have some later morning, midday people because when she eats lunch and stuff like that, I don't necessarily have to be with her and she goes down for a nap around 1.30. Uh, but some of those later mornings, if Deanna has a later morning call and, and I have a later morning call, we'll try to get her set up on, I don't know, something to draw, something that, that, that only holds her attention so much. So, so sometimes it is, it might have to be a movie. It might have to be. Uh, the kids safe iPad or Amazon pad, whatever the heck it is. Uh, but we try to limit that to 
one one time a day as, and, and limit that. As and that's the thing. It's not a bad thing to use necessarily. It's yeah. knowing how to use it properly and like making sure that it's the right things, not just something that's absolutely mind numbing too. Yeah. Because we'll know we'll know when we're doing it too much. Because when we because when you take it away, then she'll freak out. All right, all right. Oh, we definitely been doing that too much. All right, next next day, none of it. Like, it's a learning so, opportunity for you too. Yeah, yeah. So like weekends and stuff are great because all right, we could kind of uh, uh, deload her off any if if during the week she was doing too many movies or was doing the the, the Amazon tablet too much. All right, well weekends is just like a kind of flush of the system of all that stuff. Uh, and, and, and go from there. Uh, but, but, and when we talked about it a little bit before is, is as, as to know how tough it is on, on us, as far as keeping a schedule, maintaining a schedule and keeping your sanity, it's for someone her age, it's, it's probably just as tough and then moving into a new house that much tougher. So I, I have to constantly remind myself and, and even talking about it with a and my, my clients are, are good because I just but like what we're doing, we're talking about our life situation. If you, if I talk, we're working out, but we're talking life situations too. So I'm getting constant reminders almost every session about, okay, hey, remember the situation we're in. Remember if, if Nora starts freaking out over something stu- stupid, don't freak out on her because, hey, she, she's in a, in a tough spot too. Uh, not to say that I don't freak out, <laughs> get, get upset with her and do, do, uh, uh, Put her in timeout when she probably shouldn't be in timeout or something like that. But uh, at the end of the day, to to really step back and and give everybody a little bit more slack in a situation like this than maybe you would uh, when when we're not all pent up and can only do so much. Uh, and that's that's even something that, that uh, myself and and Deanna, my wife, we've been trying to focus on too. Is is yeah, you're, you're on each other's toes. You're you're constantly around each other. We might snap at each other for what the heck's use dishes in the sink for whatever you know what something like that but then okay five minutes later whatever come back talk say oh sorry for, for freaking out it's yada yada again give people a little bit more slack uh just with the situation uh so we've been doing a, a, a better job of of trying to catch ourselves before you get to that situation and then if we do get to that situation where we we, we lose our calls to 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 communicate within what five ten minutes dissolve it so there's not hostility in the house or anything like that uh and, and that's that's the best you could do it because when you're in close quarters with depending we only have three people uh and, and two dogs some of these families that are bigger you're gonna be on each other's toes you're gonna piss each other off little things that you do that <laughs> might not bother them like i said the, the dishes or or uh, leaving your shoes laying around all right whatever you brush that off in any other day but when you're constantly around it it's got it is going to nag on you so the communication aspect and then being able to to be able to breathe and say all right hey i gotta cut this person a little bit more slack uh maybe maybe i could get, i could do something to help out and, and and go from there so that's that's really the best we're, we're trying to do with with our personal lives um just communicate better and and cut some slack where needed but i don't know what else you could do <laughs> no but like i i think the communication and that patience like how much can that go just forward right like this is something that I, I think it's almost like a good wake-up call. Uh, like, in light of everything else that's going on, it's like, all right, you can take just some of these, like, personal skills and now really make yourself a better person. Like, your family can get so much stronger and you guys will get just that much closer because, yeah. not because you're just close proximity and almost forced to do so, but it's like, 
no, you're actually going to grow together because of this, uh, because of that communication, because of that. Just, all right, I know why I'm getting upset. Like, just recognizing it and being able to, like I said, take a couple deep breaths, calm down. Or, if, hey, if you need to just get outside for a minute, hey, let me just get outside. I know I'm just upset. Like, give me a minute. I'll be good. Uh, and, and not letting that, like you said, go for the rest of the day, go into the next day. And I mean, now it's just carrying on and causing a whole lot more of stress problems, anxiety problems, where you're going to have all of this building up uh, over time then. Yeah. I, I, I think also is the recognition and communication, but even to recognize the phases of, of the lockdown that we're in. So the first one or two weeks was basically vacation mode for everybody right yeah. so so yeah all right i'm gonna sleep in a little more on so i'm gonna be less stressed so, yeah i'm gonna chill and i'm gonna read a book do a puzzle whatever this that but now we're we're full-blown into it businesses are doing whatever they need to make money you're doing whatever you do to, to need to make money and, and do stuff so right now the last week or two at least at least for me personally i don't know about for for, for everybody else but it's it's back to full tilt go 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 it's not Hey, I'm doing a puzzle in my free time. Hey, it's not. Hey, I'm I'm picking up a new meditation habit or this and that. Like you're you're doing shit to go. So this this new phase of the lockdown, if you're not aware of everything, can be that much more stressful. Uh, if you're not going to communicate, if you're not if you're not going to uh, take the time to to before you say something stupid, breathe and 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 go from there. Uh, so really, I noticed that the last two weeks have been more challenging in, in those aspects uh, just because like I said it's it's back to life being 110 miles an hour uh, but just different circumstances just from your home rather than 110 miles an hour outside of the home so uh, yeah and and uh, so I, I think like I said I don't know when PA is going to open again but but and the the talk of getting shut down again in the fall and stuff like this so now when we get shut down if 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 and when we get shut down again in the fall you're not going to have that week or two of decompress. It's not. It's going to go. Your business that you work for, whatever you do, your your own job that you work for, is already going to have it set up to where, dude, you're not you're not working. Tw- uh, the systems uh, are going to be there. Yeah, yeah. you're going to. Yeah, you're not working ten hours a week. You're you're working your 50, 60 hours a week rather than your ten hours a week. So you're you're not going to have that luxury of just of just chilling like we did maybe the first week. Uh, uh, we did so I think just to fine-tune this stuff that much more I, like just this week I, I picked up I picked up probably four more clients so now this weekend what am I gonna do to, to game plan to where I could keep Nora situated help Dion out when she's on calls and stuff like this still give a great product to, to my people uh, without kids screaming in the back without uh, dogs barking like so it's it's going to take some game planning and and uh that much more organization uh that that you're going to need to adjust to to do to do things right so and and that might be luckily i i have uh a team of trainers around me that might be you know what i really can't take on anybody else at this point i might have to hand it off to another trainer who doesn't have doesn't have kids doesn't have this and that whatever uh and, and go from there but like i said some people aren't going to have that luxury to where they have people underneath them to, to hand people to, and they're going to have to figure out a way to do it themselves. And, and that's, again, to, to stay cool, calm, and collected. And okay, so if you're doing a session and, and Nora or the dogs are acting up, are you going to let it visibly show to your client that you're, oh my God, shut the hell up, put, put the mute on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting really upset <laughs> or, about and, it. And, and then it's just awkward and the session is blown. Or can you laugh it off, make a joke about it, 
hey, hey, Nora wants to say hi to you, or, or the dogs are saying hi to you. Like, I don't yeah. know, make a joke about it. And then, okay. Yeah. It's a distraction for, for 20 seconds rather than letting the whole session go to, go to hell and then pick up and, and go back from there. So uh, to, to have the organization, the system set up to, to make the sessions and, and make your work go as smoothly as you can, but then when, it, when something doesn't go to plan, not to let it get to you and, and be able to to adjust on the fly and and that, that happened quite a bit this week <laughs> with uh um it was nicer out so i'm trying to do skype sessions on my phone or whatever out outside in the yard and nora's running around and she wants my attention hey dad hey look look at this we're in a new yard we're in a new house look at this look at this look at this and and yeah i'm trying i'm trying to show my attention to my to my clients and stuff like that uh but at the same time, you also have to, hey, this is your kid. It's a new house. She's excited to show you something. What's more important? And then you have to kind of weigh out where, where you stand on that. So, so hey, oh, take take a quick water break. Uh, they need, probably need a break anyway. And put it on mute and, and pay attention to your daughter for 30 seconds. Uh, so just to, to also cut yourself some slack, I think, too, that, Okay, it's not, and and I have good clients who I have uh, relationships for years, so they know right, they're not going to be offended. But if you're trying to pick up new clients, it, it might be a struggle. So uh, it's it might be something that you really need to to focus on and and, and separate. So it's I don't know, it's it's different different things you have to think of for each situation. Well, some of that might even be like knowing what your clientele is, right, and making sure that you're going after the right clientele. Like if if you are somebody. If you're a personal trainer uh, who's in their 20s, like you don't have a family, but you're still not being attentive to your client, like you still don't have any other responsibilities, like people are going to see that very quickly. Like, yeah. so you have to know um, who you are as as a person, like what your surroundings are. Um, but then, okay, you might be going for more the people that are in that same generation where they they might be doing that versus okay, if you're a more established trainer or or you want to be, you're you're getting. Um, You've done it for a few years. It's like, okay, I want to really like step on my game. It's like, all right, what is that situation? Like, are you, do you have a family? Do you have like just animals around you, pets, like that type of thing? Like how many other responsibilities are around you while you're at home? Uh, you have to be able to separate that and you have to be able to recognize. And it's like, you might not, somebody that you might pick up as a client, like they don't want that. They want just the one completely undivided. Like maybe that's their same setup and that's fine because they're going to be, there's going to be people in all different camps. So it's now it's also, I mean, uh, goes to your, to your marketing, to how you're putting yourself out there. Like, Hey, are you stressed at home? Like have everybody around like too much attention. And it's like, you might go towards that because people are going to be drawn towards maybe the similarities. So giving them that too, they might feel more comfortable in those situations. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's touch on a couple of things there. I think, uh, like I said, I, I'm definitely lucky by already having a relationship with, basically everybody I, I work with and I'm not, I'm not the, the new business that I am trying to generate. And, and, and this situation has made it, and I touched base on it before and earlier in the podcast, it's not trading, uh, time for dollars anymore. So that all current people I'm willing to do that with, they know my situation, this, that any new people that I'm trying to get, it's all online training. So the online training, different from virtual virtual trainings, I'm, I call that, it's more the Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, all that, uh, to where you're physically watching them or instructing watching them. Watching every session, it's, uh, yeah, each yeah. exercise. Yeah. Online trainings, just more programs, obviously there are touch points as far as 
communication and text and who knows what, what whatever you want to put in there in your package you can put a virtual training session in there or whatever but I'm trying to do more any new people I take on that I don't already haven't already been training in person is only through that uh, and then all other stuff to get um, and I think more established trainers can do this once they have that clientele and have that following then it's it's trading your knowledge for money rather than your time so uh, all my downtime, <laughs> uh, writing eBooks, uh, writing out templated programs that you can put in eBook form, stuff like that. Uh, so those... well, even the blogs, I think like, yeah. you don't necessarily think about that as a direct monetization, right? Cause it's like, nobody's, well, I mean, sometimes you'll get paid yeah. for a blog for somewhere else, but it's like, for the most part, if you're putting your stuff out there, it's like, you're not getting directly paid for that, but you look at it, like you said is okay. Now they buy my ebook. Now they sign up for the virtual training. Like, so you have to also equate that into like, that still is that, okay, you are getting paid for that in some extent, uh, depending on what quality of product you're putting out yeah. there. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, kind of where, where I'm at now is people were forced to see products that I've been offering for four or five years now of virtual and online training. They were kind of forced into it to see it. They see the value in it. Uh, so now I don't have to market that as heavy. So it's the, the next phase of, of any, of any trainer then is, is pushing out your, your knowledge for, for dollars. Like you said, to the eBooks, uh, the, the, the vlogs, the blogs, all that stuff, uh, staying consistent with that stuff, um, and, and, and going from there. Um, but I had another point, I feel where I was going with this, but I, I think a lot of, um, younger trainers and, and you see it a lot, especially just go on Instagram, you see a lot of trainers who, who, who skip steps. They skip the in-person training and try to go right to selling an ebook when they have no experience doing what they're writing about. Uh, and, and if they are great at marketing, they, they might make a shit ton of money, but they're probably well, not short term. Yeah. They're probably really not helping anybody. Uh, the, 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 product is probably garbage once people pay their whatever to, to find out if they don't have that experience that baseline of actually working with people in person uh it's going to be noticeable and, and and it's the same thing with with uh, a lot of these instagram fitness stars and, and stuff like that they look great uh their exercise they might put up crazy looking exercises on, on instagram or, or what or whatever uh, they, then they're, they're backed by a product, uh, a coffee that makes you shit all the time to, to lose weight or, or uh, <laughs> a, a, a corset belt that's going to take 20 inches off your waist or something like that. And then, okay, you get a million people to buy that, but then it doesn't work. Who are they going to go see then? That's when they come to me. The amount of people who finally get to me personally or our, our, our gyms, is always they tried this, they tried that, they tried this, and now, now, like, dude, this is the only thing that actually works because all all we're doing is is taking stuff that has been shown to work over years and and building, not just just telling you to do it, but giving you the skills to to create those habits. That's that's all that's all pers personal training. You could be the the worst program designer. But if you are the best at designing healthy habits for people, you're going to be a great trainer. Because that's that's really what we're trying to pick up. Like the amount of people that I was just just walk, like that's not programming. Walk for 40 minutes a day, 
That's a that's a horrible in the terms of of programming of of like you can't sell it, it's so yeah. hard to sell. Just yeah. go for a walk. But, I mean, yeah. but if I could instill that and then get people to do it, I I'm going to be a, a great a great trainer. They're going to get the results, and then I put them on a on a on a different program. So I think just just uh, you're going to see that a lot more now. That and I've I've seen it on my feeds and social media. The amount of paid advertisements. For weight loss programs, for in-home fitness programs, uh, mindfulness, like life coaching skills, oh, stuff it, like yeah. that, have skyrocketed in the last five weeks because everybody's at home trying to trying to do it. Right. So, uh, for for people watching this and and in in that field, uh, or, or people who are trying to, to excel and get there, they're gonna be they're gonna be fooled a lot. So, if you actually offer a good product, to 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 have that backing, to have the testimonials up on your website, to, to, to even if it's current clients now, to make video testimonials for you, to have that base of, hey, this is my track record of, of doing it, and, and for everybody to see that is going to be very important rather than just posting a shirtless video, this and that, and and, and going from there. But uh, And then I, I think, because I, I was on the other end of the spectrum too, of, of just all quality content and no flash. I think to get people to actually start with you uh, or actually to, to click on your website and, and go through some of the stuff for new people, you do have to do some flash. You do have to do the, the, you the work. You have to catch somebody's eye every some now stuff. and then. Sometimes you might have to do that flash post of 10 pounds in, in 30 days or whatever the case may be. Get them to click on it. All right, well now, oh, oh, it's not, Okay, this, this is an actual program. This isn't. Uh, I'm just taking this pill type of thing. But then they might go in and. But it's that combination. I think of of where I'm evolving with with marketing is is to offer that that substance that I've always offered. But then to to know the right amount of flash to get people to to click without without. Uh, Taking the quality and and your uh, morals, so to speak, out out of out of the product. Uh, so it's it's just it's just a, a fine balance between the two. And and for younger trainers to not jump into the, the just to market right away, but to take the time and, and build a quality product first. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do with, with some of the people uh, that I manage. Uh, and so I'm I'm on the other end of the spectrum, trying trying to get a little flashier, and then trying to build quality content and quality uh, uh, quality product for, for the, the younger trainers that I, that I manage. So it's, it's a fine line between the two. Well, I think when you say flashy and we say sexy and we say like all this, whatever, right? But there still has to be some of that because again, if you weren't proud of, uh, like you said, like taking your shirt off, well, sh you probably shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Like, so that, I mean, that is part of it. Like you should have a, a testimonial of like, client lost 10 pounds in 10 weeks or whatever yeah. the, whatever the the catch is on that but it's like okay those things still are important it's not that they're not important it's just that you can't just rely on like you said just yeah. all of that and then have no substance to back it up so it's yeah there it's it's a saturated market from that standpoint where okay you're going to be competing with that you're going to com be competing with whatever it is like people uh, uh the like cgi like on their their photos like just making it look better than it is so yeah, you have to have some of that to an extent, but then, yeah, if you're not backing it up, I mean, it's just not going to last. Yeah, yeah. So that's and that's the thing, and you see it just through my conversation with you. It's, it's something I'm, I'm still fighting. It's like, like, 
but it's, it's human nature for, for people to be attracted to, to, to sex. So looking good. Yeah. Um, uh, just I mean, like, actually, that's a very yeah. good point. Like this is just like biologically, like you're fighting against some of that, no matter what you're doing. So how do you combat that in, in, in a proper manner without yeah. just making it completely that? Yeah. So like, that's, that's, I, and I'm, I'm like too substance driven to, to, like I said, I'm, I'm still fighting, but I, I know I need to do it. So it's like, <laughs> just look at my Instagram feed from go back to my earlier post sweatshirts. This, uh, and I'm still a lot of my posts are, but like the, I think the last one I posted, all right, I got the shirtless pick on. Doing a, but I, again, it's, 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 I don't know why I, I, I fight it so much. It's just, it's just, but like you said, to to not to not view, because I, I think because I, I I disliked it so much when when people with no substance did it. So, but why why would I hate on someone who has substance, has a knowledge, and chooses to do that? So that's just probably own insecurity. So just I'm just I'm getting through a lot of that type of stuff. To okay, hey, I could do that stuff too. Still show the substance and and not be a hater. So so that's and that's I think it's. As as I evolve, that uh, is just going to evolve evolve the business that much more than too, uh, and 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 help help more people too because more people are going to like your stuff. So I, I think uh, obviously I'm fighting it, and I think a lot of people with exercise science degrees, with physical therapy doctor doctors and stuff, we all fight that 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 sect of people fight that more of of the flash and and the, the bullshit marketing and, and and things like that we we fight that more than say the person not to not to downplay them but like a high school education and just get a fitness certification and go from there like they're 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 that's all they're they know so that's what they're doing uh and we look down upon that so we're the last probably to do that even though we should probably be combining the two because uh, that's that's going to help help the business but then help more people out that much more quick quickly too as well so that's that's uh where where i'm where i'm getting at with with all with all so if you go through my instagram feed there there's getting more and more more and more skin Deanna, Deanna <laughs> <about it> sometimes <laughs> oh and so that just that just speaks to it so i mean you've been doing this for like you said 12 years and it's some of that is still like becoming comfortable with new things like you're it's it's gonna look at like you said last five six weeks you've had to be comfortable with like you were already getting comfortable with it but it yeah. just went to a different level like okay now you realize okay what do i have to do for my marketing uh and what is that doing up in my mind like how is that kind of making me feel like you're, you're taking all those things into account so you really are i mean growing as a person to be able to do this and you, said, yeah. you haven't been doing this for six months no you've been doing this for a while now and you're still making all these things to grow to make yourself better at it and to to, to grow personally but also for the business and all of that is, is going to be part of it so for somebody to just be like oh okay like i got this figured out that kind of thing it's like you think you got it figured out yeah. you're done you're in yeah. trouble now oh yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the i think that's the 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 main the main thing is i've come across some older trainers who are unwilling to do virtual training, unwilling to do online training. It's like, okay, great. But if this turns into the new norm, you're screwed. <laughs> to some extent, this is going to stay, right? I mean, there are going to be people that are just only going to want to stay at home to train, period. So if, if, if you're not willing to adapt to, to learn new things, uh, to, and that's even, we had a meeting for, uh, 
uh, our, uh, the, the brick and mortar gym that I managed, we had a meeting yesterday of how, how, what are we going to do when we, we, uh, reopen? So what, what are most gyms going to do, right? They're going to probably cut prices, run deals, try to get people in the doors, this and that, whatever. So we're actually, it's going to be like new year's all over again. Like just yeah. trying to get well, everything back up to, to, to be contrarian and stuff like that. What, why would you devalue your product? We, at our, yeah. our at our gym, we always have a, a model. We're never going to discount the training. If anything, we'll, we'll throw an add on. All right. Buy X amount of training. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a product or we'll give you a nutrition session. Never discount the product. So we're actually, we're actually remodeling our pricing structure. It's probably actually going to cost more uh, because our, our, our thinking is you see the value without be doing it. You see the value of it that much more. It's, 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 a, when, it's when it's not there. Yeah. yeah. So you're, and not that we're trying to screw people over when, 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 but let's face it, the people that were personal training, they probably aren't too, not, I don't say they're not affected at all financially, but they're not hit, hit. It's not hitting them as much as people who, who had no money to do any personal training or any yeah. pay, anything like that. So they see the value in it that much more. So when gyms are going to be cutting prices and stuff like that, we're restructuring our price mem- pricing membership, uh, to, to get away from a punch card mentality, to have more membership base. Uh, our clients would always fight that for whatever, whatever they'd ever want to pay a monthly membership because it's personal training. Well, if I don't use my sessions, what do you mean I, I lose them? Well, it's a membership. It's, uh, anyway, they would always fight that. So we're yeah. transitioning into membership pricing. We're transitioning uh, uh, pat packages of, okay, it's not just, hey, buy a 10, 20 pack of personal training. You get personal training, you have group, you have this, you have this, whatever. Uh, so it's just, uh, a, a different mark marketing scheme and and not being afraid to to know your value and I think that's what some some trainers and 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 gyms and stuff they price themselves out of business because they 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 don't value their not in that they're pricing pricing too much yeah, yeah. they're just not making yeah. anything uh, and and and, um, and we know we know what other gyms charge. We we see the ads too, and we always yeah. say, how the hell are they in business? Unless they're not paying rent on their building, unless they own their building or whatever the case. Like, how are they? How are they staying in, in business? Uh, so, uh, I, I think that's another thing. When when going back and, and reopening is is if you're if you're a trainer or uh, or or a gym owner is is to be very conscious of the quality of your product. And very conscious of the value that it does add to your people, and don't discount it. <laughs> uh, you're 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 gonna. Or like you said, maybe if you're just starting out, like you're you're gonna have to maybe discount yourself. You're gonna have because you're not as good as somebody who's just starting. Like yeah, hey, you haven't known this for twelve years. You're not worth all that money. You're just not. But now, as you start to get better at it, then it's like no, don't keep discounting yourself. Don't keep taking your. Uh, self down to that level almost. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I, don't, I just, I just think it's, it's going to be a, a, a tricky time when everything reopens, and uh, just to, to try to, not price yourself out of business when you're already down, down with money. With most gyms are, are struggling already now, and so let's face it, nobody, nobody's getting any help from anybody. <laughs> I, I, I just, just from, from, from our gyms and just talking to other small businesses it's tough. some might have got a loan but majority aren't didn't get a loan yet they're not going to get a loan yep. and 
you're you're on your own and then even even the way our, our structure is a lot of our tr- trainers are, are 1099 they're technically independent contractors so uh same thing they there's supposedly other things other than unemployment they could they could qualify for but talking to people they're not qualifying for anything so you 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 gotta you gotta get on the grind and and put it put in some work and and be willing to learn and adapt uh uh your 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 practice what what what, what products you're bringing to the table and uh like you said before if, if you stop learning new things and, and challenging yourself you're you're going to be you're not going to be a trainer anymore. You're going to be corporate America sitting at the office job or sitting in your home office for the, the next years to come and, and not working your passion. Like most trainers, when they first uh, sign up for training, want to do they're, they I want to do this because it's my passion. And then they realize either they're not willing to put in the work to make their passion work for them or whatever the case may be. And they, all right, get my corporate job now or getting this. So it's just, it's, it's, you're going to see a bunch of, uh, what is it? A uh, bunch of, uh, saturation. I, I think you're going to get a lot of the, the riffraff cut out of businesses like, 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 uh, the fitness industry. So you're going to see a lot of that drop. You might see more on the internet, but you're going to see a lot of it in person drop. Uh, and those people go, go other places, but it is what it is. <laughs> So, Mark, I think this is a good time to kind of uh, wrap up everything. Like, I had a ton to share here. And I think some of it being very timely, but also I think there's going to be a lot of evergreen stuff in there where it's, hey, this, this things are going to change, but things aren't going to change. So, I mean, hey, share with everybody, like, where can they find out more about you, whether, depending what they're interested in. I mean, like, just uh, share them where they can find you then. Yeah. Uh, so, best one I probably update the most is – Instagram, it's uh, Mark Radio PT. Um, that's the handle, and then my website's markradiopt.com. Um, and then from there, if you go to that website, all the the YouTube, the blogs, anything you can get to anything from that website, uh, stuff about my, my services, the online training, the the virtual training. If you are in the Lehigh Valley area, so this Lehigh Valley, PA, uh, Pennsylvania, so my the brick and mortar place is called Body Elite. It's in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and then we we also do the training at uh, the hospital gyms, uh, so LVHN Lehigh Valley Health Network. Uh, so if you're looking to work with myself in person or our, our my staff, then hit us up there. Uh, Google us, and you'll find you'll find Body Elite in Allentown pretty easily just through Google. But um, yeah, there you go, guys. Make sure to check out Mark Radio PT. Uh, lots to share there, uh, and again. Has, has a lot to offer. So, Mark, thank you again for coming on and talking. All right. Thanks, Nick.